Grace, mercy, and peace are yours through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Where does your hope come from? It must come from somewhere. Hope is not something that can just be pulled out of thin air, but it must have a source. Hope is defined as the confidence or expectation for a certain outcome. In other words, hope is built on faith. And faith is simply that which you trust in and believe to be true. Hope, then, must be thought, uh, can be thought of as, uh, as the experience or the feeling of faith and trust. And so when we don't know what to believe or are misinformed, hope doesn't have the footing that it needs. The result is often confusion, uncertainty, and hopelessness. Hope comes from what we trust in, and when what we trust in fails, we feel hopeless, let down by what we had believed and hoped to be true, what we had maybe looked for in the future. Now, I'll admit that I, for one, have had moments of feeling hopeless over the past months, right? It's been kind of a hopeless year, just kind of all around. Beyond the normal stresses and worries of life, this year began with a pandemic which resulted not only in the tragic loss of life, but also economic and social fallouts, governmental overreach, and fear and despair on all different sides. Next came uh, videos uh, with allegations of police brutality, followed by protests and riots and all kinds of civil unrest and turmoil. That's also very uh, troubling. And now, in addition to both of those things, which are still going on and haven't by any means let up, we are in the middle of what may turn out to be one of the most contested presidential elections in the history of our great nation. Despite what the uh, media has said, it's really not over until January 6th when Congress confirms the president-elect, but it's probably going to be Biden, of course. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, nobody knows what's going to happen, right? It's all very uh, uncertain and, uh, I don't know, causes a lot of people some trouble. There's a mix of intentional and unintentional confusion, misinformation, disinformation, and information manipulation and censorship perpetuated by news and social media. And that's not just me saying that, but that's kind of the growing sentiment for many Americans. One recent survey released by the Knight Foundation and Gallup Incorporated, which have tracked the uh, sentiments of the public concerning media for years, report that four out of five, about 86% of Americans, say that, the news, that news organizations advocate political viewpoints rather than report news free of bias. It's kind of the general uh, feeling of a majority of Americans. But what that means is all the craziness going on in the world around us is compounded and multiplied by our inability to agree on what information is trustworthy, whether it's about COVID or race relations and systemic injustices or the presidential elections. Americans are overwhelmed on many sides and view one another as either misinformed or worse. So why 
do all these things make us feel helpless? To be pretty clear, I think the answer is fairly simple. It's because being properly informed is, and knowing what to believe is an important part of having hope. What I mean is it's hard to have hope when we don't know what is true or who we can trust when we're kind of at each other's throats. It's hard to have hope. It's not really about having the right information as sort of just bits of facts or whatever, but it's about having our hope properly informed, having our faith in the right thing so that we can know what to hope for. When we put our faith in anything or anyone other than God, our hope is misinformed and will ultimately fail. If our faith is in the wrong things and we draw our hope from the wrong sources, then when what we hope in fail, then when our hope fails, also those false gods fail. We have all at one time or another in our lives, at many times, in fact, felt hopeless, and therefore we must confess that we have not feared, loved, and trusted in God above all things. Rather, we have feared the unknown, we have loved ourselves and those in our tribe. We have not we have put too much faith in our leaders within whether it's the scientific community or political or media establishments. Even if you're one of those people who says, I don't trust anybody, anything anybody says, especially the media, you still trust them to be untrustworthy. And that is also no foundation for hope. We must be well informed on God's word of truth to have the right object of faith. Trusting him is the only way that we can have hope right now or in the future. St. Paul wrote in our epistle reading, I don't want you to be misinformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. The Thessalonian Christians had worries of their own that made them feel rather hopeless. They didn't understand key things about the last day and the resurrection of the dead. Before they had converted to Christianity, the Thessalonians were pagans who thought that when you're dead, you're dead. They didn't quite understand the concept of a bodily resurrection, which is understandable, I guess. They believed that Jesus that Jesus was coming back again soon, within their own lifetimes, as many even today do. We always believe that the return of Christ is imminent. It could happen uh, any moment, 2,000 years ago, even to today. They rightly believed that when he does come again, he would give eternal life to them, but they misunderstood a key detail. They thought that when he comes, those who had already died would sort of missed the bus, so to speak, that, uh, that if people had died before he returns, they would not enjoy that everlasting life. That misunderstanding and false belief robbed them of their hope. Paul gave the Thessalonians hope by giving them the information that they needed. He said, for since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. You see, the death and resurrection of our Lord is the foundation of our faith. 
It is the source of all of our hopes in this life and the next. And so when we grieve, like those who have no hope, we're acting no better than pagans. When we feel hopeless, we are forgetting where our hope comes from and that God has given us a reason to to have hope by raising his son from the dead. And so let the world grieve and be hopeless. Let those who chase after false gods despair, but let it not be so with you. For Christ Jesus died and rose that you too would rise with him and be with him always. You have hope even when everything seems hopeless. Naturally, we can't always help feeling hopeless, and we hope not to be hopeless. But that's why it's so important for us to encourage one another to come to church, to receive the sacrament, and to be in the word so that we would be reminded of the hope that we have in Christ. St. Paul wrote for the encouragement of the Thessalonians and ourselves who are in the midst of the end times. And make no mistake, we are in the end times. That's not to say that Christ will return in our own lifetime like the Thessalonians had expected, or that the world is ending. He may return soon, today even, or the world may be ending today, right? We don't know. But more on that next week. (laughs) Rather, we are in the end times in the sense that Christ is risen. The victory has been won. He has ascended into heaven and reigns at the right hand of the Father, And we will remain in those end times until he comes again for the final judgment. And so in the meantime, while we wait, like the ten virgins in the parable, while we wait, we have hope. We have confidence in the resurrection. That is the oil in our lamp that gives us us hope and light. Whether it's the end of the world or... Whether it's the end of the world that will come on the last day or the end of the nation or the end of whatever in this life, the end of the day, the end of uh, everything comes to an end. And it can be scary. What comes next is a big unknown. And and that can often make us feel hopeless. Nobody knows the future but God. And so we trust it to his hands. What does the scripture say? Speaking of the return of Christ on the last day, the very last, last thing, Paul gives us some helpful information that ought to give us hope. He explains more or less what the end will be like when the dead are raised. Those who are alive, in, those who are alive when Christ returns will not go before those who died, but rather the dead will be raised first, and then we together will meet together with Christ and all the saints who have gone before us. All believers, dead and alive, will be brought together with Christ. And this passage is often misunderstood and sensationalized when people get caught up in the details about meeting with Christ in the air. Um, But Paul is really painting a broader picture, uh, trying to give a, a visual representation of the fact that the dead will be raised, Christ will descend, and we'll all be with him. 
It doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to meet with Christ literally in the air or something, like, like floating angels or something. Being caught up together in the clouds is a reference to Daniel's vision of the Son of Man descending on the clouds. It's also a reference to Christ ascending into heaven through the clouds. But it's not the, that's not the important piece of information. That's not what gives us hope. The important piece of information that we have and that we gain our hope from is that since Jesus rose from the dead, in the end, we too will be raised and we will be with him. We will always be with him. In the end, we will be together with Christ, who is the resurrection and the life. We will not be divided or uh, at each other's throats for any reason. We'll no longer be misinformed and confused and hopeless. You have hope. Even now, you have hope. Because for your information, Christ is risen. And you too will be raised. Amen. May the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen.